Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. The only podcast on the internet that is fully back open 100%. No restrictions, no mask mandates. That's right, you can listen to the podcast without your masks now. Enjoy. Hello. And welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as apolipoprotein E epsilon 4 allele and April Fools, so I will try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Hey, Dr. London. Uh, I've, you kind of you seem down today. Like, what's, what's going on? I mean, it's, we're like, spring just started. Things are, everyone else is chipper, everyone else is happy, and like, the sun's out, you know, the penguins have gone back to their caves, and yeah. all the snow has turn back into fog and but you just kind of seem a little little down you okay buddy yeah so i mean you know uh you know when the snow does turn back into fog that's you know for a lot of people that is the season of new growth mm-hmm. and everything for me um i'm just i'm just so scared of the the pranks that are going to come on soon it's oh because of april fools day <laughs> Well, I don't, let's not say it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's... AFD. It, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, AFD comes along once a year, and it's just, you know, for me and my family, it's it's a difficult time. We, you know, we've all been... Because you guys are suckers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we, you know, we're, we live life and... Naively. You know, we're, we're, Very trusting. Yes. Yeah, I guess we're just, we're just honest people would be another way to... If someone offers you a peanut and it's clearly a fake can that a snake is going to pop out of. Yeah, one peanut. And it like it just looks... You've never seen a, a, a peanut can look like this at all. You immediately go, yeah, well, and you reach your hand out. Here's, here's the thing. I don't buy canned... Like, I don't buy peanuts in a can. It's, you know, I'm... I'm not stupid. I'm going to save money. I'm going to buy in bulk. I get a barrel every time. So if someone hands me a can, I've only ever seen the, I, I guess, the mean kind. And so that's what I, it's my understanding, that's how they all look. Right. But here's the thing. Even though this has happened before, and even though we're talking about it right now, you are going to fall for it again. Well, if I'm hungry, and I'm, I'm yeah. usually... I'm always snacking a little bit, uh, but I don't think that's a mark against me. There, there are two kinds of people in this world, and it, you know we've got prankers and we've got prankies, and you come from a long lineage of prankies. Yeah, the people who pranks are thrust upon, whereas me and my family, April Fool's Day is a little more. Oh, sorry, AFD is a little Thank more you. fun for us because we are more of the. Uh, alpha types, the the aggressors, the prankers. Yeah. Um. 
which and I and I know that your family's proud of that and that's part of your culture. And so that's, you know, in that regard, like I, I can't I can't be down on you for it because I understand like that's um there was no other way to grow up for you. And that's our family our family emblem is a guy shoving a guy from your family's face into a pile of like pig excrement. Sort of mud, just like the mud area. Yeah. I mean but the way that our family tells it, it was it was definitely excrement. It wasn't. It was not mud. It was. A, a it's all mixed in together. You know what I mean? Like it's the dirt. It's the food. It's it's vomit. It's everything. Pee. I guess. I guess you know. Whenever your family tells it, it's maybe more innocent. Whereas with ours, you know, we're just well aware of of how traumatizing that was. And I. Yeah. You know, our, I, our families are essentially Hatfield, like the Hatfield versus McCoys, but for pranking yeah it's just, just like a centuries-long feud yeah and i guess to call it a feud seems really kind to your family because it's just your family you know being mean to to mine is what it you guys have it coming by again opening that can of peanuts every single time yeah well and to clarify once again it, it, it's usually like at best it's one peanut like whenever i open it there's only maybe gonna be one peanut in there that's real and that's what's frustrating it's always a snake that's gonna pop out yeah I, but like well i guess yeah come to think has of it, it ever been even one peanut <sighs> I, I you know what let's can we, can we move on from this because this is actually you know for my family you know for me and my father and his father before him yeah i don't want to be insensitive at all it's just it's just you know, you most holidays, everyone kinda is on the same page about it. My family's on the same page about this. This it's like a time of mourning for your family, but a time of celebration for my family, and so it's a little awkward. Yeah, yeah, and so kind of kind of insensitive for you to even ask why why I'm down today. Okay, well, so so now it's out there. Well, it's like I've put you know, like I've put a a straw in the back of your socks just earlier today that I'm sort of funneling potato salad into. And so it's slowly filling up your shoes, but slow enough where you don't even notice sort of like the, like a frog being boiled, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, I don't boil frogs that much either. And it's like, I did that because I thought it was sort of honoring the day, but now I'm being told that because times are changed and things are so sensitive these days that I might be kind of hurting you. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> so, so that's our producer, and that bums. That's me our producer, out. Cameron. Um, also with us is Did You Know in the House? are changed and things are so sensitive these days because times are changed and things are so sensitive these days things are so sensitive things are so sensitive things are so sensitive things are so sensitive Thank you.
change. Things are so sensitive these days. Cameron tells me that we can expect a special guest today as well. Did I tell you that? I I could have maybe it was a, another prank. I I can't tell that this time of year I can never tell anything. Just you can't tell I don't just cuz of the prank stuff, you can't tell like what time of day it is or like whether or not you're hungry or like It's hard to keep track. Like I can tell I'm hungry because no peanuts, but Oh right. Yeah. Anyway, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. I found this note stapled to the small cask of whiskey that was attached to the neck of a dog that showed up when I had been stuck in an avalanche cabin for a few days. Uh, The note reads, quote, I'm available, PM me. I'm 75 and ready to get back out there after Henry finally croaked, end quote. So first of all, um, thank you to this listener for reaching out. Uh, with this question on the Jock podcast. I mean, I guess it, it's not so much of a question as... Um, a statement of intent, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I guess, I guess th- thank you. Um, I'm not sure that I'm interested, but I'm also, you know, I don't want to be using ageism here as an excuse. You usually go for people a little older. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, in any case, to this listener, thank you for listening. Um, now for today's medical topic, pseudomembranous colitis. Pseudo- Whoa. Uh, That's so weird. Okay. I'm writing a script about that. About pseudomembranous colitis? Yes. Okay. That's so strange. This is perfect for both yeah, of us. Yeah, this is great research for you. Okay. So pseudomembranous colitis, also uh, referred to as antibiotic-associated colitis, is one of the most common hospital-acquired infections and is an increasingly frequent cause of morbidity and mortality among older adult hospitalized patients. So basically, a patient will have recently been given broad-spectrum antibiotics, and this antibiotic treatment kills the organisms in the patient's gut that normally inhibit the growth of this one bacteria called um, uh, Clostridioides difficile. It's formerly known as Clostridium difficile. So this leads... Okay, anti antibiotic associated prophagus turns to the antibiotic treatment organism and says baby i've been waiting for you my entire life okay keep going so so almost almost all antibiotics have been associated with this but uh the most frequently implicated antibiotics are you know clindamycin ampicillin and cephalosporins uh, symptoms usually begin during the first week of antibiotic therapy. However, up to six weeks may elapse after stopping antibiotics before clinical findings become apparent. And disease severity, it really varies widely. Uh, clinically... But then, suddenly, clindam is in, which they then have to go to therapy for for six weeks. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Clinically, patients will present with profuse watery diarrhea, usually with no blood or mucus. Uh, They'll also have crampy abdominal pain. In severe cases, they may also have toxic megacolon with a risk for perforation. So that's that's whenever your intestine actually bursts. And, you know, 
the contents spill into the peritoneum. Okay, so the lead antibiotic-associated profigatus has diarrhea, and then his girlfriend turns out to be sort of in a twist toxic megacolon. Yeah. So, so is that right? I, you know, I, I feel like the way we're gonna have to approach it, the way that you're writing, maybe I'll just do edits after. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure that you're following exactly, but anyway, so demonstration of C. difficile toxins. And we, we usually just refer to it as C. diff. Um, but demonstration of that in the stool is diagnostic, but the results take at least 24 hours. Flexible sigmoidoscopy is the most rapid test and is diagnostic, but because of discomfort and expense, it's infrequently used. Because that is, you know, shoving a camera up there. Anyway, uh, abdominal radiograph must be, must, may also be done. Oh, well, so now I've got a huge connection, right? So our main guy is, he's, you know, he's got chronic diarrhea. So he's been on the toilet for 24 hours, right? Like you had just said, well, in stool, that you had said that as well. And then while he's on the toilet, because he's being spied on by the bad guy, suddenly from the hole of the toilet, a camera kind of shoves its way up there and takes a hold of him from the inside. This is gold. Okay. So this is one of those... And this is real? What you're describing, it sounds like one of those based on a true story situations where it's very loosely based on it. Thank you. Abdominal radiograph um, may also be used to uh, rule out toxic megacolon and perforation. Uh, patients may, uh, they also typically have a white blood cell count that's that's elevated. Uh, treatment includes discontinuing the offending antibiotic if possible. Um, metronidazole is a drug of choice, but this cannot be used in infants or pregnant women. Uh, oral vincomycin is used if the patient is resistant to metronidazole or cannot tolerate it. Um, regardless of choice of antibiotic, recurrence may occur within two to eight weeks after stopping the antibiotic. This occurs in 15 to 35% of su- successfully treated patients. Uh, cholesteramine may also be used as an ad- adjuvant treatment to improve the diarrhea. Uh, and there are also other treatments. Um, there's the, the the pill that's um, known as the was a stool transplant. They, they take fecal matter from a healthy gut and make it into a swallowable pill that you can take. And so that's um, that's another possible treatment out there. Um, You're just eating poop? Yeah. I mean, that's... Um, that's more or less what's happening. It's it's in pill form, you know, like with the plastic sort of the, the covering. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's uh, it's a very odd thing. But that's well. I mean, I guess if we'll have to work it into the script. So okay, so his girlfriend, who was hiding the fact that she was toxic megacolon, right? She ends up pregnant which means she's a pregnant woman and sort of an infant because you're both when you're pregnant. So that's both of those are bad, like you said. And so the only way to stop her white blood cells because they're from taking over body because they're racist because they're white blood cells is to eat these poop pills. I, you know, there's, you're, con- you're the, the, am I close? The final conclusion is relatively close um in terms of a treatment option uh you know let's 
you know, keep writing and we'll just workshop it. How about that? Okay, because this is due tonight is the only thing. Okay, you know, we'll 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 try to work on it. Wait, sorry. Who who is it due? Who are you writing it for? Sundance. And they they said you have to finish. I paid a lot of money for a slot. And I've got to have sort of like a trailer and a preview by tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So I, the script at least needs to be done tonight. And then pre-pro and uh, sort of filming needs to happen tomorrow morning, I guess. Yeah, just squeeze that in. Don't you have a big breakfast planned? Ooh, yeah, that's going to be tough to try to squeeze in the Because you've been filming. sending out those invites to everyone. Oh, yeah. Well, and you rented out the, the well, stadium? Well, it's not even, I didn't invite, it, it's not, I didn't invite anyone. I sent out notifications that I am going to be doing this on this day. Yeah. Well, and you said. Like, I didn't, I didn't invite people to come have breakfast with me. I was just letting people know, hey, I'm going to have a huge breakfast. Yeah. Tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I guess I guess And I I'm miss- going to live stream it, yeah. so it's going to be a Twitch thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess whenever you said, you know, free food, I guess you just meant for you. Yeah, because I stole it. Okay. Yeah, I guess I guess it's free for you. Okay, well, um, in any case, that's, you know, that's that's a medical lesson. Uh, if you want to move, move on from there, would that be all right? Sure. Just eat your poop pills. <laughs> Cameron, normally I would ask, do we have a guest today? But I guess, I guess neither of us know, but I am seeing someone here. Uh, uh, hello there. My, my name is. There's definitely someone. I see the silhouette of someone standing into the shadows. Yeah. Well, so, so my name, h- hello there, shadowed figure. M- my name is Dr. LondonSmith.com. S- and this is our producer, Cameron. Step forward, man. Step forward. Good, sir. I'll approach. All right. I'll approach. All right. And uh, what was your name? Hi, my name is uh, Jimmy French Stewart. Okay, uh, nice, nice to meet you. Um, are you are you lost? Is this? Uh, I tell you, I am lost, but I'm not without a cause. Okay, if you're here for the breakfast thing, that's not till tomorrow. And you're not invited. That's just a live stream. Okay, I kind of got a, I kind of got the sense of that from the flyers I saw outside. But I have something. That you're gonna want to be a part of, so I'm not gonna leave just yet, okay? Okay, okay. All right, I'm gonna lay my cards on the table, <laughs> literally. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, I see. And you gen- brought a table gentlemen, for it. Yeah, yeah. I see. I bring things. I'm not. I'm not one to say you're not allowed to be here. I'm one to to just sort of thrust myself into a situation and assume I am allowed to be there. Yeah, okay. You notice these cards have have just three letters on them. The letters, I guess it's technically it's two letters, but one of them is repeated. In any case, SOS. Okay. Right? Okay. Save our ship. You would think that. Turns out it's not trademarked yet. So did you just, did you, did you like want SOS and then work backwards from there? Pretty much. It's a catchy sort of. A catchy sort of, you know, it's got some oomph to it. It's got some flavor. It's very easy to to signal it with like shutters on lights on ships. Mm-hmm. People know what it means. That's free advertising, you know. Okay. And I thought if I can capitalize on it, 
I want to capitalize on it. So that's we're going to be throwing save our ship out the window. So we'll just so before we before we hear what what you're about to I may I guess pitch to us. So you're hoping that when you see or hear save our ship, people are going to they're going to not think uh save our ship. They're going to think your brand. They're going to think your product. That's what you're hoping for. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, fine. Let, let's, yeah, what does SOS stand for with, with your... <laughs> well, I'm glad you asked. Because <clears throat> let's, just, let's just be honest. You know what's missing in, in medicine these days? Is money. <sighs> oh, okay. Yes. Right? But there needs to be more money. Yes. So I'm here to talk about sponsors on Scrubs. That's SOS. What does what does that mean? Sponsors on Scrubs. Yeah, you're talking about commercials like Doritos, a Doritos commercial during the show Scrubs, the episode of Scrubs, no, I, where they, Brendan Fraser that, dies. That's been done. No, that it sounds honestly a lot harder than than what I was actually thinking. My cousin has has a sort of a patch maker. She's in all sorts of these arts and crafts, these Etsy projects. Yeah, and and she made me a patch, and I put it on my jacket, and I thought, there's money here. She's already making money on Etsy, but there's got to be more somewhere. And by patch maker, you're just talking about a sewing machine, right? A hundred percent, yeah. It's a singer. And I didn't always peddle shady businesses. Whoa, 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 whoa. You instantly jumped to referring to your own business as shady. We didn't even call you out or anything. So what 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 is it? What are we talking about here? This shady business you've got going on? Scrubs the clothing. Uh-huh. Those things are so boring. That I agree with. You can look Dr. London right now is of course wearing his signature scrubs that he always wears every day. And it's just you look at him and it's like you want to look away as quickly as possible. And I don't know if that's him. I don't know if that's the scrubs. I'm not here to make accusations like that. But something's off. It's not good. Even if you were a plain clothes doctor, if you had some khakis and a, and a nice check or a hound's tooth, I still wouldn't buy it. I used to race cars. Okay. I, Looking at me, I used to race cars, and I got in a wreck this one time. And as I was lying there, just on on the track, and I could hear them yelling over the loudspeaker, Is there a doctor? Is there a doctor? And people are running towards me. There's this guy in unremarkable clothing, and he approached me. And I was like, I don't know you, man. Who are you? Get those scissors and knives away from me. And my racing buddy in his in his fireproof suit, there I see Coca-Cola. There I see Pennzoil. And I thought I trust him, because I know what he is and what he stands for. Eventually they restrained me so the real doctor could actually help me, but you know, doctors need some recognition power. So you're you're talking about getting like corporations and stuff to advertise on doctors exactly wow that is very interesting and i mean dr london this probably speaks to you as sort of a greedy money hungry doctor who is constantly trying to sell out to pfizer right so 
so so here's the no what you almost said yeah you started going you- it sounds like you worked for or with nascar and because of that very specific experience where you only trusted people who wore the branded content of, or the clothing um, because of that experience you only trust those types and you seem to think that everyone else will trust based on the fact that someone is wearing you know uh advertisements on their body does that but i mean i mean dr london you're trying to say like uh, he sees the world in this very specific way and that's true but that doesn't mean that it couldn't also be beneficial for other people to see the world that way, even though we don't, because we don't have that NASCAR experience. Okay. Yeah, I didn't... Um... Maybe be a little more open-minded about it. He Doesn't he make a good point that knowing who, who, who you support, knowing who is uh, propping you up, and having that just be, be up front might kind of be useful information? To know that you're bought by Pfizer and Coca-Cola... That's why you tell every single patient that the only cure for cancer is Coke. I feel like you're you're paraphrasing a whole lot. Let me pose one question. Okay. Have, have you ever opened a can of peanuts? And Wow. I, do I need to go on? There's trust in a can of peanuts. You know what you're going to get. Yes. Snakes everywhere. You can reliably expect there to be snakes every single time, which we're trying to tell you, Dr. London, on April 1st, if people start offering you peanuts in a can, stop stop accepting it. Well, no, it's, it's peanuts in a can. It's not snakes. <sighs> There's no, you're not going to be able to explain this to Dr. London. I'm really sorry. He's not going to understand. A bad metaphor. An analogy. You know what's, yeah, it's, what's, what's worrying to me is like, these are live snakes and there's something to be said for animal cruelty being an issue there. Like people, there's something to be said. Just say it. You don't have to okay, talk about I think it's, what could be said about it. Just, you could be the one saying, I it. think it is cruel to put snakes into these peanut cans, whether or not you're going to give them to anyone and deceive that person time and again, over and over. So I, I, well, then it sounds like you can you can look at these pranks as sort of a positive thing. You're a hero by opening up the can of snakes. But I, I feel like I'm also the inspiration for the, the original canning. And that just comes down to a sort of chicken versus egg kind of thing. Who would win? The snake. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Yes, the snake would win. But this is all beside the point. Are, so how how can we, like... I mean, we know this is a shady business. I'm kind of curious what makes it shady. Like, it doesn't really sound like there's any shadiness going on. I mean... Yeah, you said you're an honest guy. Could you explain what you meant by shady? I guess it's just... This is going to be based out of Florida. And oh. it's kind of in their bylaws that... For a business license, that's one of the requirements. It must be somewhat suspect. It can't pass muster 100%. Okay, so it's at least a little shady, just for legal reasons. I'll 
I'll concede were trashy at best. Okay. So, so, so one other thing I should point out is, you know, if you go to a hospital, a lot of things in the hospital will have the, you know, a logo on it, a name of, you know, whatever pharmaceutical company or supplier. So, so that part's already there. You're just saying to, to branch out beyond hospital or me- medical things and to have your your Coca-Cola companies, your Pepsis. Well, it sounds like he's trying to put money in your pocket as the doctor. Yes. Right, the logos that are around the hospital mine. and stuff, you're not making money off of that. No. That's true. How, well, how does the yeah. how does the payment system work? How does Dr. London get paid for doing this? Let's say let's say um I don't know, the poop who's the major poop pill manufacturer? You might have to look that up. Um I mean let's just say Yamaha cuz Yamaha does like you know, they do p- everything from pianos to motorcycles to poop pills, music equipment. So yeah, we'll just we're just going to st- say Yamaha is is paying to have their logo on Dr. London's scrubs. As a hypothetical. What is how, how much is Dr. London getting from that? He gets about 10%. But okay, so so these companies are Dr. London's getting 10%. So the other 90 is going to you. I would say that's kind of shady cuz it doesn't really sound like you're doing anything. Oh, you're bringing the idea anything. to people. Yeah, you're bringing the idea to doctors and then it sort of seems like well, And the patch a pyramid scheme kind of thing. Yeah, that's true. Your sister's sewing machine, I guess, right. is, is part of it. And I guess that maybe is deserving of 90% of the revenue. I'm not sure. She needs thread. Okay. Yeah. The, I don't know what else. She needs thread. I know that much. expensive. But I mean, have do you have success stories? Like, have any doctors signed up to this already? Or There's a guy, he, he has a face on a bench. He's uh, Dr. Riggs. Okay. Out of Sarasota. Okay. So- he doesn't. You notice I didn't add any letters after his name, like MD, nothing like that. Uh, I am not. I, he makes a good barbecue. I'm not actually sure he's a licensed medical sure. professional. Sure. Yeah. A Dr. Dre or a Dr. Pepper kind of. Kind right. Of thing. Sure. He's a celebrity doctor. Yeah. In Sarasota. A Dr. Phil, a Dr. London, a Dr. Scholes. So you say that that his face is on a bench. You didn't say that, that that was you. Were you involved in putting his face on a bench, or are you just saying that that's similar to... Yeah, I guess that's true. We asked for like a success story, and you just kind of mentioned his name. Yeah, we've, we've talked about it. Uh, okay. but I, So he hasn't signed up. So, we, so no one no, signed up is what I'm, I'm kind of getting looking, from us. I'm, I'm still looking for that. Uh, you know, I'm hunting for the big fish. I'm not going to fish for a fish. I'm hunting for a fish because I take this seriously. And are you and your sister finding these sponsors or is that also Dr. London's responsibility? Oh, we've got that covered. We're sending Instagram messages all day, every day. Okay. That is the best I mean, way. I think this is, I think this is a great idea. Yeah. Puts a little beer money in your pocket, Dr. London. Well, so, so I do um, have, I, you're, you're just turning on your, your patience onto cool products like Buffalo Wild Wings, or maybe Cutco knives. So, what if we did, you know, instead of, you know, forcing the unethical part onto the doctors, maybe your business, maybe we need to maybe give you tips on how to be less ethical. 
so that you're shady enough to pass muster in Florida. Okay. Yeah. Um, rub some dirt yeah. on me. Rough me up a bit. It sounds like that's really the only part that you're struggling with with this business model. And Cameron, you can you can help out here as well. How do how do we make this shadier? Well, I mean, first things first. Let's sign you up for this. You're on board now. I, you know, as long as they don't. Okay. Okay. We'll we'll just we'll say sure for now. Yeah, and in terms of um, shadiness, I would say maybe start donating half your money to some sort of, I don't know, like right-wing organization. Oh, like a house of rich boys, well, something like yeah. that. I mean, if you're... Not needy people. Yeah, I would, I would say just any extremist... Well, and I, this is a thing where I can't actually advise that because I, I would be against it, but... Were one to try to make their business shady, then highly associating with shady people is a great method of doing so. There's a lot of weird people with their faces on benches where I'm from. Uh, what if half of your income went to companies like Raytheon or Halliburton? Companies that don't take donations because they're private contractors but you just you are sending them you're cold calling them essentially with buckets of cash you know being sent towards these like private military contractors yeah these weapons manufacturers that sounds bold yeah i like bold action so that's that that excites so me. yeah i w- i would say if half of your income un- was sent as unsolicited donations to uh, weapons manufacturers and private uh, military corporations. I think that would be really cool and go a long way for your reputation. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can imagine the, uh, the, the Sunday brunches. Now we don't do dinner parties so much around here, but just Sunday brunches a lot. And the elbows I'll be rubbing when I'm slinging cash at these people will nil. Oh yeah. Both will and nil. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, I really think we got you kind of set up here as as a real legitimate and, you know, less legitimate as well, you know, for the sake yes. of working in Florida. Um, well, I mean, I do got to ask, what, like, it sounds like you've pivoted away from being a race car driver entirely. Does that mean you were terrible at it? Or was the injury so bad that you couldn't race anymore? Or what what happened there? Something changed in me. Uh, it was my organs that kind of got rearranged as a result of the accident. Okay, so and not something changed emotionally. Something, no. something physically changed inside. Okay, something, and and now I just can't handle it. I gotta stop, and and otherwise my guts just they, mm, they get all they get all angry. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, and you know, if people you know endure enough injuries, and that obviously happens post surgery as well. You know, there are these adhesions that can form with your organs bouncing around and uh, it can it can cause some, you know, s- some real mechanical disruption in your, in your gut. Uh, but, but in any case, um, I, I, I feel like we, we've come to kind of a conclusion here, which is important because we have chores to do. Aww. And, it, you know, if, if you don't mind being a part of it, we just. Uh, you've helped me. I'll help you. To some extent, the guts again. The, the guts kind of 
prevent me from doing some things, but I'll, I'll do what I can. So the chore wheel is basically, uh, for a really long time, Dr. London and I neglected all of our chores. We built this chore wheel that we spin, and whatever it lands on, that is the chore we have to do today. There's no backing out. Even if we don't want to do it. So do we want to give this baby a uh, baby Mr. an old spin? Stuart, would you like oh, to spin so, it? All right. If you insist, I'll, I'll go for it. All right. All right, here goes nothing. Oh, no. Okay, I was hoping this, it wouldn't land on the, like, this is really, this is a difficult one. Um, so, so the chore is to share the April Fool's prank you have planned. And I, I hate saying those words, but it is on the chore wheel. There's so much glass on the floor that I, I really wish it was it was sweeping or vacuuming or anything. Um just just even picking up the glass, just something related to anything. it. Anything, yeah. yes. Cause it, it's it hurts so much. So we're just supposed to to talk about the pranks that we're planning? Yeah, well it's it's just it only says prank, so singular, which prank you have planned. But I, I guess if you have a few put together. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, um, because my fa- I come from a family of merry pranksters. Um, it, there's there's a lot of different things going on, and I'm not going to reveal a lot of them because you know, spoiler alert: the t- target of a lot of these pranks is in this room right now. So, <laughs> Mr. Stewart. Uh, he, oh, uh, okay, uh, yeah, yep. Kind of mean um, to do to a guest, but all right. He, yeah um but i can you know i can reveal one of them um because this one's not directed towards you dr london this is or our guest this is directed towards uh my cousin and i'm you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna steal his wife oh is it is it is that a metaphor no (laughs) i'm gonna break up their marriage okay so not even (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's a classic in florida i tell you <laughs> oh, yeah man. it's like a, i mean that's a classic prank think about like the look on his face when he realizes that like i ruined his <laughs> marriage as like a bit yeah just <laughs> devastated his life and that's it yeah so i guess it's time for my prank and well it's you know i as as you know i don't really like this holiday it i feel like you know i've been victimized quite a bit by it uh but uh, you know i i'm trying to keep my hands out of it my family you know i've even protested a little bit against it but my my family does have this little thing for um you know cameron has some family members and i have i have family that has uh sort of a lot of drums of gasoline and uh some some fire starting material and uh so there's some rumor of some plan to uh to to prank a house so that's you know i i don't want to share anymore i don't really oh yeah kind of listen up to all the family affairs uh but i you know i don't know it, it sounds fun i think they said something sounds about bonf- like it's gonna be a pretty fun day to me yeah they said something about a bonfire and i'm like well you know it's uh sure i guess wow so should should i share as well yes yes please yes yeah please do 
it, it I guess it could affect people in this room. It could affect anyone who comes within arm's length of me. I have a boa constrictor. And I'm just planning on going around on uh, on the Day of Fools and, and saying, hey, does anyone does anyone want to feel this? And when they go, like, I'm, I want to be very careful. There's no innuendo here. Does anyone want to touch the snake? And when they do, I've trained him. He's just going to start vomiting peanuts. Whoa. It's like the opposite. Okay. This is, you know. Yeah, it's sort of lampshading the whole peanut can snake situation. It's That's probably genius. the best idea I've actually ever had. To be honest. Now that I think about it. This might be, I might prefer this. Except for the fact that, you know, I don't know how you induce the vomiting. But, you know, aside from that, this sounds like a... He's taking... Ticklish. A welcome change from the usual. Oh, you just tickle your snake and then he he throws up? (laughs) No innuendo. (laughs) Okay. No innuendo there. Very specifically. Okay. Well, um... Man, that is a good prank. Uh, all right. Well, I feel like we've we've done this chore. Ho- hopefully, next week there will be something about vacuuming or cleaning because it's it's so bad. Yeah. So thank you to our guest, uh, Mr. Jimmy French Stewart, for coming on. Uh, is there any way, Mr. Stewart, for people to keep up with you after this? Well, actually, uh, a, a dear friend of mine hosts a podcast called ReviewParty.com. It's the only podcast that reviews internet reviews, allegedly, and sometimes I, I, I sit in the room while he's recording and, and try and crack jokes. So okay. you can check that out if you're into people cracking jokes. Any way to hear from that on social media or anything? You can find that at reviewparty.com on Instagram, uh, and you can find it wherever podcasts are found. If you happen to see it on a bench, let us know. Okay. Because I'll talk to my friend about that, and and he'll be real confused. Once again, thank you for being on, and we'll have to look at that podcast. Thank you to uh, our producer, Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. There's trust in the can of peanuts. You know what you're going to get. Snakes everywhere. My name is Dr. London Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya.